Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. Yesterday in the House State Committee, we spent about 15 minutes discussing why we should recognize 2023 as the Taylor Swift era in Pennsylvania. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Now to the latest significant development in the 2024 presidential race. Donald Trump has been barred from the ballot in the state of Maine for his actions surrounding January 6th. Uh, That it is unprecedented. No secretary of state has ever deprived a presidential candidate of ballot access based on Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. You have to listen to her talk like this, you know, where everything has a question mark at the end of it, with an upward inflection at the end of every sentence. She based her ruling on a lot of documents, but also YouTube clips, news reports, things that would never pass the bar. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. By the way, in a uh, quite laughable move yesterday, Special Prosecutor Jack Smith asked the uh, Judge Shutkin to ban President Trump from bringing in any talk of people with political agendas or anything of that nature, and specifically cited Trump's um, legal team wanting to discuss who was in charge of capital security on January 6th and wanting to discuss what they were told ahead of time or weren't told ahead of time on January 6th by people like Nancy Pelosi or by people like the D.C. mayor. Um, So because he doesn't want, because Jack Smith doesn't want this case to be about partisan politics, is that what I'm... What I'm getting isn't isn't it already about part? He doesn't want it to be bipartisan, is what it comes down to. He wants just his side. He just wants um, any any seemingly damning evidence against Trump, of which there is none, uh, in his involvement with January sixth, which there is none, uh, and doesn't want to hear any other side that could clear Trump's name. Uh, that's that's how legitimate. This case is about a legitimate, a legal case as January 6th insurrection is about as legitimate an insurrection, if that makes sense. Neither are legitimate, whatever you want to call them. It was just tomfoolery is is all it is. 844-500-4242. And by the way, an hour from now, Dr. Matt Callahan from the Ipswich Animal Hospital will be joining us, taking your pet questions. Think them up now and get on the lines promptly at 6 p.m. and get in line to ask Dr. Matt your questions, and we will take them as they come. But right now, it is time for the Chump Line. Come on, man. Ricky Haley's campaign. 
Jane is burning out like her comet. In, in the words of her father, see you later, alligator. <laughs> Everybody knows Civil War started with the MAGA Confederates bombed Pearl Harbor, Jack. We're moving on from There's this, no I promise you. We're not taking any more calls on Nikki Haley or the Civil War, by the grace of God. Not bad. I like the... Like all of that, that was that was pretty good, Mister Mister President. Very very good and uh, very well put together. Hey Taylor, I think most people would agree that any nightmare fuel is any song by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> That's not. There are a few. Okay, I'll give you that. There are probably about a dozen. How dare you! In his collected works of over a thousand recordings, they weren't all going to be gems. But uh, come to mind, Mama Will Bark, if you want to go look up that one. That was bad. Uh, The disco versions of Night and Day or All or Nothing at All. I enjoy them, but they're not good. Today's Chump Line is brought to you by Preborn. The miracle of life is a gift that every baby deserves because every life is precious. That's why we've partnered with Preborn Pregnancy Network to help rescue babies through donations from listeners like you. Any amount will help, all gifts are tax deductible, and 100% of your donation will go to saving babies. Please join us. To donate securely, go to preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. So wait a minute. If not for voter suppression, then Joe Biden would have got what? A hundred million billion five votes in the last election. And of course, the only way to enfranchise voters in this election is to specifically suppress their votes. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think Joe Biden tried to come up with a number one time as to how many how many votes he would get if it were there were no voter suppression. It was like two trillion four hundred and sixty nine billion Three hundred and twenty-eight trillion billion dollars. Pretty close. Taylor, I'm sorry your son got so scared when you went to Home Depot, but nobody could have predicted that Jack Smith would show up there. <laughs> I thought that was going to go in a different direction. Yeah, he is. He looks like something out of The Exorcist. He, they have that one picture of him where it looks like he's wearing a priest's collar. I'm sure people have seen it, and he he looks quite frightening. But those. Listen, they're pretty gruesome decorations, and I'm glad Jared can back me up on it when you walk into... Okay. And, scare children. Yeah, and they make noise and they move. Yep. They're, they're motion-activated, which is yeah. frightening for kids. So if a kid's walking by and he's trying to pay it no mind, it jumps out at him. Move him to the back of the store. That's all I'm asking. The new election strategy for the left. If you can't defeat him, delete him. Very succinct. That's exactly what they're trying to do. They they have defeated him before, quote unquote. But now they uh, they're just getting more bold and brazen. They're doing it out in the open, just tampering with the election. Mayor Wu says she won't keep Trump off the ballot in Boston, but it'll be for people of non-orange color. <laughs> this this primary is uh, only for people. Not orange color, I see. Okay, that's fine. Three nutty professors were put on full display when posed a simple question just the other day. They all came up lame. Their answers were the same because saying what's right seems to get in their way. I saw a good meme yesterday. 
said, uh, gee, I wish Claudine Gay would plagiarize Liz McGill's resignation letter. Yeah, why not? I mean, make that would be a hilarious last act. And uh, a middle finger on your exit. That's fine, as long as you're exiting. It's not like, not like uh, Harvard's going to find somebody less progressive, though. That's, that's never the case. Shannon Bellows wanted one thing and one thing only, 15 minutes of fame. Hey, get it right. It's not Shannon. It's Shenna. Shenna Bellows. S-H-E-N-N-A. Shenna. I've never heard that name before. I don't know who came up with it, but now she has to live with it uh, because it's known all over the country. And it's... I've never heard of that name. Shenna. Tucker, I mean Taylor, it's Howie. Thank you for filling in for me. Today I'm going to try to get into the Brown Class Reunion at the Breaker so I can get some free coffee. Sir, I don't see your name on the guest list. Well, I have this postcard proving that I got in. <laughs> Sir, Brown University doesn't send postcards, and by the way, that's a napkin. Sick of Rocco! <laughs> Security! Rocco? It's Roscoe. Um... I cannot confirm nor deny that that was an actual phone call from Howie Carr this morning as he walked to the Breakers to get his free coffee. Secretary Bellows may be saving democracy, but boy, is she butchering the daylights out of a Maine accent. (laughs) It's not there, is it? No. No, it's not. I'm not. No, it's not there. She doesn't have it. No. I'm I'm probably butchering it as well, but uh, yeah, it was funny. My time spent in Maine. I spent two years in Maine, uh, going to New England School of Communication, which is now Husson University. Uh, I worked at the local Sears department store there, but there were plenty of other people from all over Maine that went to that school. But the more northern Maine they were, the more southern they sounded. Not southern New England. They sounded like they were from the south. I had people from Arusta County that were very good friends of mine. And they, they sounded like they like just stepped out of a, a Charlie Daniels music video. <laughs> that was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr, you chump. That does it for today's Chump Line, the voicemail message system of the Howie Car Show. You can leave a message during regular business hours here at the Howie Car Show at 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the Chump Line. Leave your message. We may or may not play your message at this time each weekday. And if you missed the Chump Line, you can listen to it on the podcast later on after this hour, after we post it. Or you can hang on to another Chump line, we call it Chopped Chumps, which we upload to all of our various podcasting platforms just after the show, after 7 p.m. each weeknight. That's chock full of calls that uh, didn't make it. Maybe they were cut for time, or maybe they were a little too risque, and we can only reserve them for the podcast version. That's Chopped Chumps. The Chump line, however, is brought to you by Preborn. The miracle of life is a gift that every baby deserves because every life is precious. That's why we've partnered with Preborn Pregnancy Network to help rescue babies through donations from listeners like you. Any amount will help. All gifts are tax-deductible, 
and 100% of your donation will go to saving babies. Please join us. To donate securely, go to preborn.com slash Howie. That's preborn.com slash Howie. Tucker, I mean Taylor, it's Howie. Thank you for filling in for me. Today I'm going to try to get into the Brown Class Reunion at the Breaker so I can get some free coffee. Sir, I don't see your name on the guest list. Well, I have this postcard proving that I got in. Sir, Brown University doesn't send postcards, and by the way, that's a napkin. Sick em, Rocco! <laughs> Security! <laughs> that's a big bark for a little dog. 844-500-4242. I'm Taylor Cormier, and this is The Howie Car Show. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. Howie loves my pillows products. He sleeps with their pillows, wears their slippers, dries off with their towels, and now you can enjoy all of their products with great discounts by using the code Howie at mypillow.com from pillows, towels, slippers, and even their Giza Dream Sheets. Go to mypillow.com and use code Howie for amazing discounts. Jared, what's today's poll question, and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is how would you describe these efforts to remove Trump from primary ballots? An effort to save democracy or an effort to destroy democracy? An effort to destroy democracy. 97% now say uh, now an I'm effort get, to see, destroy democracy. I'm getting trolled by all the Davids in yeah. there. All but those you know Davids. what? We're we're not uh, crazy eyes. What's her face? Shenna. Shenna. We allow everybody to vote. That's right. You can. We're not removing your choices from the ballot. You can you can vote right now at HowieCarshow.com in our poll. Um, I can't promise, however, if somebody calls up and asks me to remove one of those uh, responses because they think it's ineligible that I, I won't make that decision and force you to vote in the. Uh, the way I want you to, but as of now, uh, nobody's doing that. 844-500-4242. Velma, you're next on the Howie Car Show. Go ahead, Velma. Velma, you there? She hung on for a while and called back. No. Derek, you're next. Go ahead, Derek. Can Derek hear me? Go ahead, Derek. You're on the air. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. My name is Darcy. Darcy, I'm sorry, Darcy. Uh, okay, no, that's fine. Uh, I live in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, and you speak of the dialects, and I've met people along your coast, the main coast, and New Brunswick and such, and they talk about how we have a a dialect. Mm-hmm. And I suppose it's much like that southern. It's what it is. Uh, and when I was out in Ontario, northern Ontario, they couldn't understand me. <laughs> the way the way you'd say things, which would f- fly down home here. Uh, Newfoundland's the same thing. I've been to Newfoundland a little bit, uh, and around working men, not so much the women, but I'm sure they got their dialect too. It's kind of unique, and it's a shame how immigration is going to destroy that in some respects. And I don't want to drag that into it, but it's the truth, though. I mean, it's a dying thing. Well, I can understand it's, you just as clear as clear as day. Thank you very much for the call, uh, Darcy. Vilma, are you back? 
Vilma? Vilma? That's a little Fred Flintstone callback. Oh, well, Vilma, thank you very much, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get you back on. By the way, there's... Um, I saw some interesting news earlier. Where was it? Where was it? Maybe I didn't print it out. Um, this news out of Ohio, Governor Mike DeWine, count him among the spineless because he has vetoed a bill that would have um, prevented, would have saved young people's sports. But he has vetoed the bill and would have saved... Uh, adolescents from experimentation as well, banning child sexual mutilation and men from competing in female sports. He vetoed the bill. Fortunately, there are enough votes in the Ohio State Legislature to overturn his veto as of right now, but time will tell. He said, ultimately, I believe this is about protecting human life Many parents have told me that their child would be dead today if they had not received the treatment they received from an Ohio children's hospital. They would have been dead if they didn't cut off their their genitals or, or turn them inside out. Ugh. I've also been told by those that are now grown adults that but for this care they would have taken their lives when they were teenagers. What so many of these young people and their families have also told me is that nothing they have faced in life could ever prepare them for this extremely tough journey. God, we've got a bunch of wimps. Parents are making decisions about the most precious thing in their life, their child, and none of us should underestimate the gravity and the difficulty of those decisions. I agree with that last statement. None of us should underestimate the gravity and the difficulty of those decisions. Uh, They should not include, however... uh, Puberty blockers, they should not include genital mutilation, they should not include cross-dressing your child, they should not include changing your child's pronouns, they shouldn't include all of these other things that go along with uh, this, this mental illness that is being perpetuated many times by the parents onto their children that they're projecting. Awful, awful stuff. It's sick. Thankfully, again, uh, his bill should be vetoed. By the Ohio State, uh, his his veto will be overridden, I should say, by the Ohio State Legislature. 844-500-4242. Again, half an hour away from Dr. Matt the Vet and mere minutes away from Police Blotter Facts Friday with special guest host Grace Curley. Stick around. This is the Howie Car Show. From the Matthews Brothers Studios. Well, I think we've had enough of the uh, heavy stuff for the week. We're going to switch to Friday mode, the Friday before New Year's Eve and Day mode, where we just we just take it take it easy the rest of the show, have a few laughs, take a few pet questions next hour. Right now, it's time for one of everybody's favorite segments. Please blotter facts Friday. Why do you still read the newspaper? I like to keep up on local news, like the police blotter. Whenever the laws of any state are broken, a duly authorized organization swings into action. A fax! A fax is coming through! Oh, yeah, a fax! Here's the kind of adventure you've been waiting to hear. Hard-boiled action and mystery. So stand by for trouble and suspense. Stand by for adventure. You know what I'm doing right now, Grace? What's up? 
making plans to play pickleball this weekend. Good for you. Yeah. Sunday morning, no church. New Year's Eve, they've moved it to a night service, so get to get some pickleball action in. There you go. Is it, is it indoors? Indoors, yes. Very good. Yep. Good. Get your heart rate up. Uh, well, that's why I host the show when Howie's not here to get my heart rate up. <laughs> that's Pickleball is more for relaxation. <laughs> but anyway, Police Blotter Facts Friday is the time of the week when we read these funny stories that you send to us that involve the police in some way, form, or fashion. Send your funny police stories to Grace. No, not Grace. To Police Blotter at HowieCarshow.com. Police Blotter at HowieCarshow.com. We decide who gets on. We pick the funniest ones, read them out loud. The two funniest are declared the winners, and they get a prize. What do they get this week, Grace? They're going to get a Go Woke, Go Broke t-shirt. Excellent. We'll get in contact with the winners and get their size and get those t-shirts out to them. These are the runners-up. Yes. Florida woman smashes man's taillight after he refuses to pay her for sexual favors. This is from Fox 35 Orlando, and we're going to be talking, got her in the rear too, huh? We, we're going to be talking a lot about Christmas Eve, Christmas Day situations. Ha, oh. ha, ha, ha. This is actually a bit of a sweet spot with police blotter in between Christmas and New Year's. People are acting a fool. And right after New Year's is pretty good too. And right before Thanksgiving, in the summertime. He called her up to bumper, then he got her bumper. A Florida woman was arrested on ha, Christmas Eve ha, ha, ha. after she allegedly smashed a man's taillight when he refused to pay her for sexual favors. Hanifa Hosen was arrested and charged with criminal mischief after the incident that unfolded on Sunday afternoon. This is Lake County, Florida. If Howie were here, we would know if that was Where's like where where I don't think that's anywhere near me, Grace. Go go ahead. The man said Hosen allegedly became upset and got out of his car, and that's when he realized she left her cell phone inside. He threw it out of the window as he was trying to leave, but then Hosen allegedly smashed his right taillight. She got his taillight. Oh. Breaking it. Mm. The man said that he wanted her so he, to pay she got for the him damages. In the behind. That's not good. Hosen and the man had a relationship in the past, but have not been together for over a year. Oh, and so now this has turned into something that's transactional. She said, if you still want this, honey, you got to pay up. But he didn't. No. Hmm. And now he's got a broken taillight to show for it. Lake County is in the Orlando Kissimmee Sanford metropolitan. So Howie's okay. Yeah. Now that's, that's nowhere near me, Grace. Summerfield woman lands behind bars thanks to suspicious license plate. I don't know why I'm always... It's funny how different people are drawn to different police blotter stories. I'm always drawn to the fake license plate stories. Really? Because sometimes I think I could get away with it. A fake license plate? Well, sometimes I just think... You know, that's like all the cops look at when they see your car. I know, but I just think if I was crafty. You ever see some of those movies where the, someone has a getaway car and they put the, the license plate like changes? Right. Whoosh, goes yeah. down. Those yeah. are pretty. So when I see people trying to come up with those contraptions, like trying to be Batman or Robin, I, I kind of admire I see it. motorcyclists, you know, sometimes they'll have a hanging license plate and they'll make, they'll put it on a hinge and put a magnet under the fender. So if they're speeding down the highway and they see a cop, all they have to do is flip up their license plate and make it stick to the magnet so that the cop can't get their registration number and they get away with whatever. And they also don't have to pay tolls. Do the cops know that that's what they're up to? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll check it. They know that's that's something they do. Well, this lady didn't go through that much effort. This actually wasn't a, a really... <laughs> 
This wasn't a really well-run All right, so what's this about? A Summerfield woman was arrested with drugs after a traffic stop. So her name is Angela Marie Queeros Davis. No hyphens. She was driving a silver sedan late Wednesday night in Ocala, also Florida, when a sheriff's deputy noticed the vehicle did not have a license plate attached and did not have a working taillight. No license plate. No. So during a closer inspection during the stop, the deputy found that a piece of cardboard had been attached where the license plate belonged. Mm -hmm. The words stolen plate and a bogus number were handwritten on the cardboard. Stolen plate and a bogus number. She was trying to tell people like... Somebody stole her plate? Somebody stole my plate. So here is what I'm putting in its Uh stead. So she did not get away with that. No, and they also then, when they pulled her over and saw the cardboard plate, they also smelled the odor of marijuana. Oh. And then once they got inside the car, they turned up some cocaine, fentanyl, marijuana, and Miss drug- Curvo was getting swervo. I should note, though, even though this story also takes place in Florida, she is an Ohio native. So Howie doesn't... I don't think Howie appreciates how all these Florida stories... Some of them don't clarify where the person's a native from. And so Florida gets this really bad rap for all these stories. Mm-hmm. But So we, we got a, a new vehicle and we had some older looking plates. So I had to apply to get some new plates because you don't want dingy looking plates on a new car. So I got new plates. So when I ordered them, the registry said, please allow up to 12 weeks for delivery. That's a long time, Grace. What are they? That aren't is. there a lot of people in Massachusetts prisons that can be hammering these things out? That's true. Did you complain? Well, I'm complaining now. Yeah, I was going to say there's there's really not much you're going to get done no. complaining about. They came that. in. They came in last week. Oh, good. Congrats. Yeah. A little ahead I'll of schedule. I'll check them out when I leave. They're not on that car. Oh, okay. No. Pastor tried to deep fry McDonald's cook. <laughs> you weren't going to check out my license plates. Oh, I was going to get a little look and go, ah. Oh, very nice. They are shiny. <laughs> Latoya Gladney, a 44-year-old manager in training at a McDonald's in North Carolina, told police that her employees were disrespecting her last night, so she called her husband to assist her. That's always scary. When you're working with someone and they say, I'm calling my spouse to come here. It's just a weird flex. Like, they're not involved with this at all. Yeah. Don't make this personal. They're about to be. We'll make this personal. (laughs) Investigators allege that Dwayne Waden, a 57-year-old church pastor, subsequently arrived at the restaurant in High Point. Cops say Waden walked into the kitchen and began punching Theodore Garlington. The pastor began punching an employee? A cook at McDonald's. Oh, my goodness. Waden also allegedly wrapped his hands around Garlington's neck and began punching pushing his head toward the deep fryer. Oh my, good Lord. Garlington suffered a large contusion to the forehead and right eye along with scratches on his neck. What happened to vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord? This man's a pastor. He should know better. Before Garlington could be dipped into the hot oil, several employees interceded. Well, thank goodness for them. Before... See, that journalist is never going to be able to write that sentence ever again. Which one? Before this person could be dipped into the f- hot frying oil. Well, the thing about those those kitchens is that there's so many, if you wanted it to be a dangerous place. Well, you've got the grill. You can slam somebody's hand down on the grill. You've got the fry later. <gasps> you've got the hot lights for the fries. You can hurt somebody with that. There's all kinds of sharp objects. I love McDonald's fries. They're so hot. Mm. 
I never never feel good after eating McDonald's no, fries. It's awful. I don't think you're supposed to. Convicted felon caught with stun gun after traffic stop for speeding. Nice. Don't chase me, bro. Where is this? Florida. Where in Florida? Ocala. Ocala, yes. Uh, Anthony Newton Brock. Anthony? Anthony. Like Anthony Blinken? Yeah, that's how it's spelled. Anthony. Was at the wheel of a Chevrolet when he was caught on radar traveling at 62 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour that's zone. not that bad. But during the traffic stop, see, it's never the stop, Taylor. It's what comes after. Right. That's how they what get What happens you. during. It's not the reason. It's what they find out during the stop, yes. A small black stun gun in a black case was spotted on the vehicle's center console. Brock admitted it belonged to him. You gotta hide these things. The stun gun was operable and exhibited sparks when tested by the deputy. <laughs> it's nicer than we have, son. Don't Where's chase you? me, bro! Where'd you get this? Okay, this story is strange. A wanted woman who police recently discovered hiding inside a hotel couch has been sentenced to two years in prison for drug dealing. Have we heard this one? Like three times? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. Maybe, but go ahead. Stacy Usher was arrested after she sold fentanyl to a police informant in Citrus County, Florida. Okay. Earlier this year, Usher played, uh, pled no contest to a pair of felony counts and was sentenced to 24 months probation, as well as drug offender conditions that included random testings and, a, uh, and consuming alcohol. In late October, Usher was accused of violating terms of her probation, and a judge subsequently issued an arrest warrant for her. Usher would later beg not to be violated since she claimed her life would be in danger if she was sent to prison. Cops caught up to Usher last month. At the I'll use that as my next defense. My life would be in danger if I went to jail, officer. Mr. Mr. Judge. Cops caught up to Usher last month at the Bella Oasis Hotel, which advertises itself as the best hotel in Florida. As seen in the above police photo, Usher had actually burrowed into a couch in a bid to hide from sheriff's deputies. I will say this. When I had a bunny rabbit... She would burrow herself into our couch in the living room. And she actually, she cleared out all of the stuffing inside the couch. And she created quite a habitat in there for herself. Those couches are roomier than one might think inside, depending on the couch. The, the fold-outs, the, yeah, the, the, the pull-out Not the couches. cheap stuff they're making now, all this <clears throat> modern stuff. I don't think you can get a lot of. Oh, there. wow. They have color TV at the Bella Oasis. Well, it's how the, nice. It's the best hotel in Homasasasa Spring. Oh, yes. Uh, Homasasa. <laughs> Homasasa. Yeah, I don't know. I want a hippopotamus. Hourly rates, I'm assuming. Look at look at all those uh, bar stools, bar uh, Ikea. How are the couches? The couches? Roomy. I think they got rid of the couch. Oh, yes. Well, no. They're now people free. That's, <laughs> that's a very small couch. Do we have a shot of Miss, uh, what's her name? Miss Usher? If you go on the smoking gun, they might have a mugshot. And by the way, if you go to HowieCarsher.com. She doesn't look like she'd fit in a small couch. HowieCarsher.com after this segment, after six o'clock, and all these stories will be posted. So there are a few mugshots in the bunch here. She Um, she looks like she'd fit in like the the three-seater, not the love seat. Police Blotter Facts Friday is brought to you by Tux Trucks GMC. Tux Trucks GMC is your Fisher Plow distributor in Hudson, Mass. If you need a plow for your half-ton pickup, you can check out the Fisher EZV. It's lightweight but built strong to handle the demands of a New England winter. So check it out at TuxTrucksGMC.com. Did you see the picture of them pulling her out of the couch? I did. Yeah, that's pretty funny. 
That's a pretty good story. She got way in there. But not good enough to be one of our winners. Those are coming up next. All right. Very good. So we will get to the winners in just a few moments. Stick around. More Police Blotter Facts Friday to come. I'm Taylor Cormier. That's Grace Curley. This is The Howie Car Show. The Howie Car Show. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. Welcome back to the Howie Carr Show, 844-500-4242 is the number as we continue Police Blotter Facts Friday with Grace Curley. Do we have any more runners-up or are we going straight to the winners, Grace? We're going to go straight to the winners. All right. Sounds good. Soccer coach busted after blowing $5,000 at strip club on school district's credit card. Well, maybe he was on a losing team and wanted to score a different way. A Texas high school soccer coach was arrested after allegedly spending thousands of dollars at a Houston strip club and paying with his school district credit card. Police arrested J.D. Bales, a former assistant soccer coach at Bridgeport High School, on December 15th on a felony charge of theft of property after he allegedly spent over $5,000 of the school's money at the men's club of Houston while working for the district. Bales resigned as a middle school special education teacher in September after the district discovered he spent $5,455.81 of the district's money at a strip club while attending a coaching clinic. Mm. He initially told the school, I'm always curious about the excuse, he initially told the school and the bank the charge was fraudulent before investigators discovered evidence indicating otherwise. Well, did he at least tell them what he got out of the 5000 no, he didn't. He didn't go into the details. Yeah, but, well, like, did they have a buffet or something like that? Maybe he was just getting lunch. I think it's expensive. Yeah, Sometimes legs and they, eggs, man. Yeah, legs. I was going to say legs and eggs. But I think that's usually included when you come in. It, What's it's like included? When you, it's, well, nothing is included when you go in. No. The 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 breakfast isn't included? Oh, you no. got to pay for the breakfast. Everything is a la carte at a strip club. Yeah. Um, how do you know that? Both of you. I've, stories I've heard, I've heard tell college anecdotal campfires <laughs> ah understood but oh, actually had, no. I'm sorry Jared I had firsthand experience actually this sorry, makes me think Los Angeles. Come on. this makes me think of the other story which is not a winner but did you see the story this week about the chancellor of a university it was university I think it was University of Wisconsin do I have that right Jared and he got in trouble we, we talked about it on the air he got in trouble because oh yeah this one yeah Wisconsin he and his wife made a porn a porn? Like, this is just something people are doing now. And then he's like, oh, okay, I guess yeah, I have to resign. Only fans. And he, in the past, had gotten in trouble at the school because he brought in, I don't know if it was a porn star or an OnlyFans person to give a speech or to give a lecture. And that should have been their first clue that something was yeah, off. Yeah, it, it was a porn star, I believe. Yeah, a porn star. He wanted to bring I her in. I feel like these people are trying to get fired so yeah. they can devote more time to pursuing their pornographic yeah, careers. Yeah. And last up, woman busted for beating man with a Christmas tree. Oh, no. Police charged that a 20-year-old woman repeatedly beat her boyfriend with a Christmas tree during a pre-dawn skirmish in the pair's Florida residence on December 24th. According to a court filing, Miracle Rivera. Miracle? On Christmas? <laughs> yeah. 
and the victim engaged in a verbal altercation about infidelity. What was his name? Gabriel? (laughs) Early Sunday morning in the bedroom of their St. Petersburg home, cops say the victim separated himself from Rivera and relocated to the living room at around 3.40 a.m. on Christmas Eve. That's... Everyone should be asleep at 3.40 a.m. on Christmas Eve. They Well, they were waiting for Santa. Hmm. Rivera picked up a Christmas tree and began to strike the victim How with big it was this repeatedly. Christmas tree? Was it one of those ceramic Christmas trees with the lights? It doesn't have the stats on the tree. Oh, no. What kind? We don't even know what kind of tree. Douglas fir? Symbalsum? It says the tree battering, investigators allege, resulted in the victim sustaining numerous minor scratches over much of his upper body and arms. Rivera was subsequently arrested for domestic battery and booked into the county jail. I Is this more of a crime to the man or the tree? I think, well, it does depend on what kind of tree. I'm getting a fake tree vibe from this whole thing. Yeah, And I don't want to so. judge, I'm not judging the fake tree community, but you guys... The strength of the woman, the the heaviness of the, uh, the tree stand, those all come into play. We're going to open up the phone lines right now, Jared, because Dr. Matt Callahan is in the house. Get on the line right now, 844-500-4242 with your pet questions. Grace, thank you so much for Please Blotter Facts Friday. Thank you, Taylor. Happy New Year, and uh, we'll be right back with Dr. Matt the Vet on the Howie Car Show.